You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunzer from Sandham Private Wealth in Johannesburg in the Republic of South Africa. How are the markets looking? What's your general feel, please, Nick? Yeah, morning, Lindsay. Yeah, well, obviously, we had an absolutely storming day yesterday. You know, it was uh, Friday was just a bad dream for those watching the markets. Um, yeah, this morning, I don't know, really, it's... it's uh, it, it, it had more promise, let's put it this way. I was putting my note out for clients at sort of 6.30 this morning and uh, 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 the futures in South Africa called up sort of, you know, 100 points and the S&P futures were up sort of 0.2 and a quarter percent higher. And then as we've opened up, it's just uh, it's had a bit of a grind lower. It's just trickled down. We're, we're sort of 0.3 in the red. And, you know, I get this feeling there's, a, there's definitely a lot of people, a lot of investors and traders are trading water uh, ahead of locally. We've got our South African um, unemployment numbers being delayed for, for two months. They're out uh, at 11.30. And, of course, the big one, the debate tonight. So I get a feeling there's a little bit of uh, people sitting on their hands and, and waiting. And on the back of that, sort of lack of buyers. It's just a general uh, Lagos, uh, is that the right expression when there's just like, not much going on? I don't know, actually. Um, I'm trying anyway, to you know what I mean. Just, yeah, I know, you know what you mean. We just, we, we're just kind of trickling along your waiting. Okay, let's have a look at the spot markets now uh, because the dollar rand is under pressure. Uh, the rand, that is, not the dollar. The dollar's in the ascendancy. 17.17 is that exchange rate. The British pound against the rand is 22.08 and the euro rand is 20.05 with the euro dollar at uh, 116.75. So we've got a uh, weaker US dollar a stronger euro and yet we've got the rand that's weaker as well so this is independent rand weakness the rand's all over the place recently Mm. Uh, it it goes against the the normal relationships last night in the united states the dow jones was up one and two-thirds percent the s&p was up one and two-thirds percent the nasdaq was up one and three quarters percent this morning in the far east tokyo up one and a third percent shanghai is flat the hang sang is up just over one percent i think are these numbers correct no, they don't look correct to me. It says the 28th of the 9th on my screen, and today is the okay, 29th well, of the 9th. Give us the well, Far East numbers, let me, please. Let me, I was going to say, let me interject quickly. So Hong Kong's Hang Seng is up half a percent. China's, China's 300 index, the Shenzhen and Shenzhen listed shares, they're up 0.3. Aussie market was up just a sniff, 0.2. And the Nikkei was up uh, 0.15. Uh, overall, there was a bit of, but obviously this is an hour or so ago, overall MSCI Asia X Japan that was up a quarter percent. I must change my screen, actually. This is becoming ridiculous. I'm giving yesterday's numbers. Anyway, the gold price is doing well. It's up 1.2% or $22 an ounce to 18.82, and I trust that to be correct. Uh, the platinum price is up $43 an ounce to 8.74 or 5.2%, depending on which close you take. Where's mm. Palladium, please, Nick? Yeah, your prices are correct. Uh, the Palladium is up, uh, well, let's call it flat. It's at $2,255. And West Texas is down two-thirds or, well, no, actually, let's call it 0.6%. Let's not be too bearish. $40.35. And Brent crude oil is $42.27 per barrel, which is down 0.4%. So uh, commodities... Yeah, just responding, of course, to the movements of the U.S. dollar. Let's have a look at the S&P futures quickly. Um, suddenly down, uh, 33.40, down 0.2%. Where's the NASDAQ futures? <clears throat> just to put a bit of perspective, those of listening, the S&P futures were up about uh, 0.3, almost 12 points um, about an hour ago. So it's had a bit of a reversal. Uh, NASDAQ futures are the same, also a little bit soggy this morning. They are down a quarter percent, 62 points. No one's going to look at what happens. To, I have to mm. say, just I was sort of mentally writing the speech for Joe Biden this evening. 
and there was so much there was so much material that i don't think that even i mean you you could you could have a whole netflix documentary series on what is wrong with trump uh, but on the other hand it's just going to go right over the heads of the people for example in mm. georgia and i saw some people in georgia being interviewed today they don't care they just think he's doing a good job and he's clever to avoid tax that's their thing. So, but, 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 but I would love to write the speech for Joe Biden. I might give him a call later. Yeah, you know, there was quite a there was quite a good uh, piece out um, from on the on the Financial Times. I can't remember. I think Edward Luce, I think it was, mm. um, on the Friday, and he, he was sort of his comment along the similar lines, where he said, uh, you know, that the bars is being set extremely low by Mr. Trump. But I mean, don't hold your sort of uh, don't don't hold your hopes up too much. That even that low bar not not might be low low enough for some of the supporters and for, and for Joe Biden. So yeah, that's the I don't know, Lindsay. It's going to be it's going to be a fascinating debate. But I think um, I think those Trump supporters are, they know exactly what box to tick, and they're not going to deviate. No, they're not. They're, they've made up their minds, haven't they? Oh, can, I, can I give a, a brief synopsis to what to expect tonight for those that are listening? Yes. So, so we've got obviously uh, President Donald Trump tonight's facing Joe Biden. That's a Democratic nominee. We have three presidential debates. We mentioned it last night. Um, we have a Fox News anchor, Mr. Trump's favorite, Chris Wallace. He's going to moderate this debate. It's going to be held at the Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland. And Mr. Wallace has selected already six topics. I know it's quite uh, interesting enough that tax is not included. We have the Supreme Court, COVID-19, race and violence. Uh, and that debate starts at 9 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Uh, each candidate will have 15-minute time for each of the six topics for a total of 90 minutes. It's going to be fascinating. It will be. What time is that South African and uh, Central European time? Because I might actually just stay up for the first half hour. So 9, 5, what is that, 2 a.m. in the morning, 5 time. So it'll be, uh, what is it, 1 o'clock your time? No, it's the same time. We're the same time. Same time, same time. Of course, it's the same. We're on summertime. Yeah, so 2 a.m. 2 a.m. our time. <sighs> yeah, I might do it. Actually, go to bed early, set my alarm. Anyway, let's have a look at the stock exchange. I'm definitely waking up. Yeah. Are you? Oh, it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. Yeah, see if uh, Mr. Biden is on those uh, performance-enhancing drugs that Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Trump claims he's on. <laughs> it's really good, yeah. I can see him in the bathroom now. Let's have a look at the stock exchange news service, and only briefly, because there's nothing going on there as far as I can see, Nick. Yeah, there was nothing. I mean, I did pick up, I mean, I'm scratching for answers here, for stories here. I mean, I picked up two things that came out. EPP, that's the um, private equity group, they were out of their half-year results earlier. I'm not many sure how many, how, many, how many people follow that. And then Calgro, that's the low-cost housing guys, they came out with, with a trading update saying that their headline loss per share will be approximately 26 cents a share. But as I say, we don't actually follow that share. No, it was, uh, it was a great idea in the early mm. days, but of course now it's been completely scuppered. Mm. Although mm. maybe um, with people downscaling a little bit, mm. uh, maybe mm. it'll mm. come to the fore. But anyway. Maybe. But yeah. also, can I just add as well, I mean, there's quite yes. a bit on the news flow today. We keep talking about offshore markets, but locally there's quite a big one as well. We've got um, the big data point for us is the release of that long-delayed unemployment number. Um, from South Africa. I mean, the first sort of official figures, I guess, to provide an insight of uh, how badly this hard lockdown has affected this as jobless. We've waited, as I said, for two months for this. It's been delayed. Uh, that's out at 11.30. Um, I was looking at the medium estimates that came across my screen, and uh, about nine economists have got a, an average unemployment of about 34.8%. 
in the second quarter. But I see some people saying the whisper number is closer to 50%. So I think it's going to be quite a market move, and maybe that's why the rand is flying all over the place this morning. So watch out for that one, 11.30 SA time this morning. And it's not like the non-farm payrolls data that you get on the first Friday of every month in the United States mm. where the whole market waits in anticipation, almost aghast at uh, what's going to happen. But it's still hugely, hugely important for... for it's hugely, it's hugely important, maybe policy. just for sentiment. And, mm. and, and yeah, and I guess, you know, the headlines that come across the screen will obviously move off the back of it. But but, I mean, even more so than most. I mean, I think you touched on a point there. This is not a, traditionally a market move. And I guess two months behind, Lindsay, I mean, mm. it kind of is a little bit out of date, I suppose. Yeah, with all the people unemployed, do you think they could employ some people to help count the numbers? But anyway, um, the, the South, on that note, the South African 10-year bond yield, we haven't spoken about it for a week or so. Mm. It's got, suddenly gone to 9.51. I mean, that, and that is no, three really. and a half points better than it was um, yesterday. Uh, <sighs> it, in the 9.50s. The thing is... Uh, yeah, what was the 9.50s pressure. at one point, wasn't it? Mm. Mm. It's, it was 9... I think 908, 909, um, well, maybe okay. three weeks ago. No, so it's, it's had a bit of a run. Okay, let's have a look at some of the movers on the JSC today, according to my 15-minute delayed screen, which I'm just refreshing at the moment. And I have got at the top PSG Consult up 6%, Lighthouse Capital up 5.2%, um, Harmony up 25 Goldfields up 2.1%, and DRD Gold up one and three quarters percent On the downside, Hammerson down 46 Stenprop down 2.1%, Barlow World down 2%, Sassel is a 1.8% loser, and RMIH. Uh, down one and a half percent. So uh, not a ragtag bunch of people, but uh, no, no big stories there, I don't think. No big stories. Just uh, on my screen, um, because I take all the sort of, maybe I get all the sort of data, but uh, EPP, which you just mentioned, out with their first, with their half-year results earlier, that stock is actually up 8%. So nicely received by the marketplace there. Okay. Give us the indices after 52 minutes of trading, please. Okay, so we have the all share, a bit of a, giving a little bit back after yesterday's strong market, uh, down a half percent, 263 points, 54,454. Uh, and the top 40, we are holding on to the 50,000 level, 50,295. That is down also a half a percent. Uh, indices, we have utilities having a decent day up two and a quarter percent, and then much more on the downside than the upside, unfortunately. We have consumer cyclicals down just 0.1, real estate down 0.14, basic materials are down 0.2 percent, and Industrials having a tough session today, 0.77, and maybe that's that weaker end. Uh, energy down 1%, and then financials after yesterday's strong bounce, giving a little bit back today, down 1.12%. Nick Kunzer, thank you very much for your time this morning. That was the opening with Nick Kunzer from Sunland Private Wealth in Johannesburg, and he will be back with David Shapiro, probably a little bit thinner David Shapiro after a day of fasting, and that will be for the 5 o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.